The best morning meetings. Another meeting? Are with Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Meet me in the morning. Weekdays, 6 to 10 a.m. 93.3 KZOZ Rocks. So the headline from New York's profitable newspaper, the New York Post, reads, The Travis Kelsey haircut is taking barbershops by storm. Customers think they'll get a new girlfriend. Breaking news. You want to get a lady? Shave your head. Isn't that what he has? It's kind of a shave sides. Shave sides, a little bit up on top. Like me. That's a very easy haircut. In fact, I think I might be able to do it to Look myself. It's pretty close, isn't it? Pretty it's, close. Yeah, yours is pretty close. Yesterday, you've, you've been doing it since the beginning. Hey, help, does yeah. it help you get dates? <laughs> it helped me get one, and that's all that mattered. <laughs> that's so all I now. People are going into barbershops and they're saying, oh, yeah, I make my hair look like Travis Kelsey. So some of the uh, barbers and beauticians have been asking them, like, why why do you want your hair cut like Travis Kelsey? Um, and it's like, because um, I'm single and I think, you know. I want to get me a Taylor Swift. If, if Taylor Swift's into it, then other girls will be into it. And I thought, how stupid and vapid is that? On the, on the surface, when I hear this, oh, but terrible. then I started thinking about Very it. Vapid. That we were telling you earlier this week that Taylor Swift, eighteen <laughs> percent of Americans <laughs> say they will vote for whoever Taylor Swift votes for in the upcoming presidential election, according to a recent survey. And I thought, yeah, I don't know. A lot of women like Taylor Swift, like like football. I I would say football. Stars as a commodity on the dating market had fallen out of favor because of things like concussions and um, a lot of them hit women. Being, true. That's I mean, not a lot yeah. of them. I'm sorry. There's been right. more and more in the news about it, though. Yeah. Ray Rice. You know, I mean, come on. Yeah. You know, sorry. Ray. Kareem Hunt. You know, been, I'm sorry. He kicked know, a woman. Like a decade. What he, sh- he said he shoved her with his foot. Yeah. yeah but he there was her with her. Yeah. Athletes don't have a good. I mean, with cameras, man. Oh. Who was the guy that so, knocked uh, his wife out in the elevator? Ray Rice. Oh, Ray that Rice. was Ray Rice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. Yeah. Beyonce at the time. Horrible. Horrible. Wife today. Weird but you know, I, you know, you kind of say, well, I'm pretty sure Taylor might be interested in and I, his personality. I think your personality still is the most important thing. That's why you see fat, yeah. ugly guys with cute girls because because they're funny, or maybe they're not fat and ugly. Maybe they're just ugly. Or, or rich. Maybe they're just fat. Sometimes they're rich. Or they're too. rich. <laughs> sometimes they're rich. But sometimes they just have a personality. That has a lot to do with Somebody it. Somebody who's not that good looking has a personality, and that's you know what they're into. I think most girls are into that. I, I think a lot of guys are stupid, and they think there's like, oh, if I just do this, how awesome is this for the barbers of America? That's got to be the easiest haircut. <laughs> Is there barbers anymore? You're you're turning chairs left and right. You're like, hey, today's special. The Travis Kelsey, five bucks. Get in here and get yourself a girl. And then, uh, and then you're just, you got these guys that you could do 15 haircuts in an hour. You're making money. You know, there's nothing convoluted about that haircut. You could go, what? Zero on the sides and uh, four up on top and call it a day. This is good Thank for like the great clips. In the sport clips. Yes. And all those kind of places because you just walk in and go, I want the Travis Kelsey. <laughs> Sip, 
plop your fat ass in that chair and go, give me the Travis Kelsey. They're like, what? Yeah, you better get but up. Then the, I think the speed about it on that, great and I'm like, I'm like, women aren't gonna aren't gonna be stupid enough to just date a guy because he's got Travis Kelsey's haircut. Uh, and that'll at least I get you that, noticed, right? Maybe it gets you noticed. Uh, but then I see that thing. It was like, oh well, uh, they're gonna vote for whoever Taylor Swift says. I mean, you know, you've just opened yourself up to eighteen percent of the public if that's the case. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Listen online at kzoz.com. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. That podcast is out there. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning, wherever you get yours. KZOZ.com as well. You can you can subscribe. Kyle wants to know why, if you're such a big fan of the show or the movie, why you didn't notice the blizzard that took place. Oh, I know there was a blizzard. That was the whole point of the movie. But I'm saying, I wasn't talking about the movie, Kyle. I was talking about where, when he forecasts the weather, I feel like, and they go to the news, there's not normally snow on the ground. And there wasn't snow on the ground that day either, Kyle. The blizzard came after. Rat Pack can dance, talking about our uh, possible trip to Punxsutawney to do yeah. the radio show next year from there. Says that would be awesome. I'd listen. Groundhog Day, all caps. You know we're we used to do some really cool stuff. We went to SeaWorld and we we broadcasted over this glass bridge where Shamu was like in a tank just chilling with her kids or babies. I didn't think that was that cool. We've sure, been to just hear me out. Would shut up. We've been to Vegas. We've cool. been to we've been Vegas to the MGM awesome. Grand Garden, Chuck Liddell, Tito all Ortiz. MGM Grand Arena. Forgotten about. Yeah, we've been. I mean, we've done some really cool things. And now, what are you guys doing? We're going to Punxsutawney. I can't That's even cool, say it. Though. That's cool. Look at what people are saying. Rat Pack. Thirty-five-year-old Jeff Kingman would not have said that is cool. You're like, I don't do that crap. But forty-nine-year-old Jeff Kingman, totally different uh, story. Ricky wants to uh, road trip. <laughs> And then uh, broadcast, and we would broadcast live as we drive to Punxsutawney. I think this is a great idea. Which, by the way, I think is on a Sunday next year because of the leap year. It's not on a Saturday because we have an extra day this year. So it ends up pushing it back to Sunday. So that is a problem in itself because we'd have to broadcast on a Sunday, Jeremy. We didn't think about the logistics of that. This would have been the year to do it, not next year. But from a vacation standpoint... It makes sense. I don't mind broadcasting on a, on a Sunday. I mean, I have no, I have no issues with that. What's wrong? I, I mean, we're already working. We're on the get. road, you know. Um, so, anyways, that that's that's uh, uh, some logistics that would have to work out. And then the biggest logistic that we would have to work out is the funding for this. Um, I'd mentioned yesterday. I was like, "Oh yeah, maybe if you want to sponsor a chip, you know, here here's a good chance for you." Um, Tokik J uh, decided to go the Alyssa Milano route. And he says, we should start a GoFundMe to send Jeff and Jeremy to Punxsutawney uh, to do their radio show live. Uh, but then just, that puts uh, us in a position where everybody's going to say, I, I don't know if I like yeah, that. Yeah, that, that, and it's bad look for the, for the company, I would imagine, because they're like, well, you guys are going to send them. Why don't you guys pay for it? Why do we have to pay for it? You know, that, that opens a can of worms. Uh, good suggestion, Tokik J. Don't know how it would go over, um, given what, how it has worked out for Alyssa Milano. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We well, we can get funding. I'm sure there's people that would love to jump on and sponsor uh, a trip like this. You know, but do if, we want to do it on a? I don't want to do it on a day. It was a Sunday. Come on, man. Well, we're road tripping. We're gonna probably gonna take us a week. We're gonna be we're gone. We're gonna be gone a week. We'll probably have to leave like on Wednesday, and then we'll be there on you know Friday or Saturday, and uh, and then wrap it up on Sunday, and then drive back. Hmm. Hear me out. It will be the Super Bowl will be a week later than that in New Orleans. So then we drive to New Orleans and do the Super Bowl? Yeah. So we do a tr- like a triangle trip. Leave here, drive to Punxsutawney, oh drive south to Can't New Orleans. Can we just fly to Punxsutawney and then the just do the state. RV from Punxsutawney to New Orleans? Because that's going to be a, a lot. This maybe a, le- a live month. broadcast. Maybe a live broadcast from Eagle Pass, Texas, just to see how things are going, depending on what the outcome is in November. I mean, like you know, all that good stuff. I mean, we get to see America, my friend, at the worst possible time of year to see America. <laughs> uh, I'm open to it. I'm open to it. <laughs> it sounds like a great idea. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Jeff and Jeremy here. Good morning. I've got a great one for you, Jeff. You were just going to absolutely Ah, the study. Ah, the mandates. The COVID mandates. This one's about returning to the office. A lot of you probably had to go back to the office because your boss was telling you that, well, business wasn't doing well. Researchers at the University of Pittsburgh looked at 137 of America's largest companies and corporations and found returning to office mandates haven't made a difference in profits whatsoever. They haven't affected each company's stock price either. Getting people back to the office has negatively affected one thing, though. Morale. Morale is down. Employees are upset that they were forced to leave the safety and the pajamas and their wife beaters at home and put on a shirt and tie and go to work because now it's affected their work-life balance. Values, senior management at the companies have all plummeted, meaning nobody's happy to be there. Morale is at its lowest. So bringing people back to work was supposed to boost morale and boost productivity, and it hasn't. Jesus. Why do it? This, this, phone, this microphone, you know what the microphone stand in my house doesn't do this. <laughs> Maybe I should work from home. I mean, like, come on. What the hell? The microphone stand in my house? This is horrible. Okay, there. I, got it. I found a good spot. Is that, is that um, lowering yeah. your morale? Yes, it does, because I'm trying to have a conversation with you, and the microphone just goes sitting over here going, Let's see if we got some WD-40 in the closet. No, that would be the worst thing. It needs to be stickier. It's it's the whatever. I know, but it's the squeakiness that's the problem, it seems No, like. but seriously, the microphone. Uh, the strictest back-to-work mandates tend to be companies where the CEO makes way more than everyone else, and he's a man. <laughs> Kevin O'Leary, um, Shark Tank. Not so famously. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was he was interviewed 
uh, by a uh, panel, and it was it was a Fox News panel, and I think it was that uh, I don't know if you how much Fox News you watch, but there's a show called Outnumbered on there, and it's supposed to position itself as like the conservative view. And it was all women, and then he, they have a guest that comes on with them for the for the show. And uh, they were they were talking about how, you know, uh, Americans must get back to work. They have to get back to work in order to uh, make this country uh, run again. And they have to show up back in the office. He's like, I don't think so. <laughs> well, I mean, getting to work and going to the office are two different things. I mean, if you can work successively from home and be more yeah. efficient. How many studies have we heard in the last year that they're now finding out, because it takes time to do these, the people are more efficient when they work at home. Less distractions, less meetings, mm-hmm. less co-worker distractions. I mean, there has been a lot of different reasons. So he is instructing the companies that he is invested in okay. to go after the good talent that are leaving their jobs because they their their company is mandating that they come back to work and they don't want to. He's like, go get those guys. Go get those people. Because if they kept them afloat during COVID, that goes the microphone stand again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can you hold it? You have two hands. What are you doing with your two hands right now? I want to see your hands. Matter of fact, I don't like the fact that I can't see your hands. Get them out from under the counter and hold that microphone. It's ridiculous. I blame you because you use this microphone for years, and that's all you do is you, you'll go like this. Oh, I love microphone. moving the microphone around. You know, um, it's funny. They, they say this is just a power grab. And um, yeah, it reminds me of that guy. And I don't remember the yeah, story because you told it. Grab. Remember the guy that like moved away from New York and he lived in like Midwest or something and he had to get yeah, yeah, on yeah, a yeah. plane and fly to he New York for, like, um, every week? He worked for Wall Street Journal. And he had to, he yeah, had to spend three, four days in New York. Four and days. Then, and then four days in New York. Fly back home. And he would stay mm-hmm. in a hotel and... It was just like, instead of moving back to New York because it's so expensive, it was cheaper for him to do the commute, even though, I don't know if it's cheaper on his heart, his stress, his life, his family life. You know, I mean, that is where... Not having to pay $2,800 to travel to work every month, uh, to having to pay $2,800 to travel to work every month. So why isn't that guy looking for some kind of job with a publication because apparently he showed his dedication to his work in my opinion right. like if i was if i was taking the kevin o'leary angle on this i would go get that guy if i'm what's the what's the competitor to the wall street journal i have no idea but um if uh, I, I whatever the the competing periodical or online news source is to the wall street journal i'm looking up this guy i'm like hey you want to work from Columbus and write good articles and come work for us? We'll allow you to do so. That and we'll pay you the same because paying him the same is actually giving him a twenty eight hundred dollar a month raise. Yeah, for working in Columbus. So, anyways, so like like Kevin O'Leary is like you know whenever everybody is zigging, he's zagging on this, and he's getting the best talent to work for the companies that he's invested in because of some. Stuffy memo that was written by some corporation like, we must get these people back to work. Well, it, it's going to end up biting you in the ass because you're going to, not only is the morale of the people that you forced to get back, you're going to lose the really good people that kept you afloat during COVID. Subscribe to the Jeff and Jeremy podcast now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. It's your Central Coast commute friendly podcast.